1: What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here, as you're getting used to. We're producer Cole Bebe. Don't get too used to it. Don't get too used. To it. He, he almost didn't make it. I ain't gonna lie to you. He almost didn't make it on set today. I come in, he's all Celtics out, just rubbing it in. Amazing game. I thought the Nets were pulling out game one. What hurt more is that Cole on the last show, as you guys listen said so Jason Tatum is the best player in this series. Go on. And everyone says he's crazy because even though some people agree with you on the bet on social media, I, I everyone says you lost your damn mind. I will say,
2: I, I will definitely admit when it came out of my mouth, <laughs> I was like, I believe this in my heart and in my soul. There's no question about it, but I'm going to get a lot of
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> and what you did. <laughs> But then he makes the, the game winning shot and layup around Kyrie. He's celebrating. Damn it, Cole's going to think he's right. And but it's I mean it was a good game. It's game it a, one, it at was. Home.
2: If you were a neutral in this ball game and like in watching this ball game and just wanted to see a good playoff game, holy shit, you saw a good one. Especially after day one, where it was kind of a lot of clunkers.
1: Yeah. No. This was this was everything it should have been. Mm-hmm. You picked the series to go kind of deep. Anyway. Uh, I I didn't. What'd you pick? Five? I picked five. Oh, you're not getting five. Yeah, you're, you're crazy. I, well, but you know, maybe that was their best shot. Could know. have been. Or maybe the Celtics escaped with one and if they dropped one in oh, the they home, certainly did.
2: Over. Oh, they certainly did escape with yeah,
1: one. Yeah, you 100%. going down one oh the series is over. Yeah. I would have picked Nets and five. Mm, but
2: no, I on I wouldn't the road, I wouldn't have said, one I wouldn't have said over, but it would have it wouldn't have been great. It would have been tough.
1: So all right. Now we got a series. I'm comfortable with where I stand. Mm. I'm wearing my all black DCs.
2: Mm.
1: Not because they're going to go anywhere anytime soon. Well,
2: because you're enjoying your final moments. No.
1: I understand. Everyone watching on YouTube, you may uh see a different Cole than you saw last <laughs> last Wednesday. Cole is preparing himself to go baby face. Yeah. Because yeah. that beard is low. You told me you trimmed no, it. No, I did. Well, because it was art. So
2: when by the time we made the bet, it was already at a point where, like, I was getting ready to, like, shave it down anyways because, like, it gets to a point where I'm just, like, oh, God, uh, itch, itch, itch constantly. So, like, when I made that, I was, like, ooh, weird timing because I'm, like, I'm going to have to shave first. And then, like, if if things happen. like, But then again, like, it grows back pretty fast. So, like, if it did, hypothetically, get to a point where, like, we need to do, like, it'll be at a satisfying point for you. Okay, good, good. You that just said, you won't even keep to, it low. You just like, won't worry about it. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't want to see Clooney Scruff. No, 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 no. I, I no, don't want to see No, any I understand concerns like, about like this is like it requires like managing every day. Okay. Right? And yeah, like yeah. I, I gotta just keep it. Like you I, play for the Yankees.
1: Greatest franchise on earth. Wow, wow,
2: <laughs> while wow, that statement and that sentence hurts to say it is also accurate 100 true that that is exactly what you're trying to do and now i understand where your reasoning comes from because <laughs> it wasn't like when everyone like went back there they were like you know i talked to talked to antoine and brian who are, who are not here we have Nestor behind the boards and the cameras today um but was talking with them and they were like man like that bet, bet seems like very outweighed and then <laughs> now i see your game now that's i it. see
1: where you're trying to that's go that's it i might bring the hat in you look Stop. like You look like Johnny Damon.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. He
1: defected? he went, whoa,
2: I'm sorry. That caveman. Yeah. That person after the, after caveman, Johnny Damon, like that's a completely different person. That's, (laughs) that's like, he's not, that's not Johnny Damon. That just isn't.
1: If he goes in a hall of fame, you go in a Yankee. No, no, he's not. <laughs> Let's but if he slow he, our he would know here. to choose going in as a Yankee. No,
2: he literally was on the 2004 Red Sox. Yeah, he broke in as, the curse. Yeah, yeah no,
1: no, no. as as cavemen. Once, once you touch pinch strikes, oh sure, yeah, you never want anything else. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? A Rod's not in there as a Ranger <laughs> or a Mariner. He's a Yankee. Oh,
2: that's actually a good. I wonder what he would go in. as He's
1: going as a Yankee. Yeah, if, if it's yeah, if it's up to him. He would probably pick which list. you'll probably never get, because people are stupid. Oh, yeah. And steroid cheats don't make it, even though he's a nice steroid cheat. People love A. Rod. That brings us to a good point. Nah. I wanted to start the show, and this is great. Yeah, this is this is actually yes. quality quality segue. Yes, um, a Rod. Yeah, cheater on the diamond, steroid wise. Yeah. perfectly fine. Sure. Cheater in real life. Okay. On his wife. That's real- or on his fiance J Lo and others. Um, led to J Lo getting engaged, whatever, whatever. She got like a ten million dollar ring for Ben Affleck. like I didn't even know they were together again. So that was news to me. But hey, Rod cheats in that way. Mm. okay. He cheats. Mm. He gets his comeuppance. That's cool. Cole. One thing I want to start this show off talking about. It really sticks in my craw. Oh, okay. I'm here for you. There's a lot of cheaters out there. Yeah. Why they gotta do my boy ASAP Rocky wrong when he doesn't cheat? Like, one,
0: uh,
1: I was I was on like Twitter in the periphery this weekend, but it takes took two seconds to see this shit. Hmm. It's everywhere. And I'm just like, what's your source? No one can pull it. Like, it's like rinky dink blogs. All right. So. Someone's trying to tell me about this as as I'm covering fights. <laughs> and I'm like, let's be logical here. Okay. And I tell them, I'm not stupid. Anyone can be cheated on. Mm-hmm. J-Lo's a beautiful woman. I think she's been cheated on twice a year, every year of her life since twenty. Like she's gone through like ten different relationships. I don't know. So, beautiful people get cheated on every day. Halle Berry got cheated on. No one's off limits. Beyonce made an album about Jay Z cheating on. And he got Snuffed in an elevator. Cool. So it's not out of the realm of possibility sure. that Rihanna gets cheated. Okay. But mm-hmm. I'm like, let's be real. All right. There's no text messages. There's no photos of said Mr. Rocky with any woman. Mm-hmm. supposed to be like a, an assistant. Mm-hmm. There's no communication back and forth. Said assistant, to anyone's knowledge, was not fired. She still has her job. It's like, why does anyone think anyone was cheating on in this scenario? And that, and I was like, and she's pregnant. And he's like around her all the time. Not that that means anything. I mean, I've had scumbag friends who cheat on women while they're pregnant. Um, maybe I'm not going to call them scumbag friends. I'm not putting a label on anyone because I don't know what I did in my C- C- Careful where you go. Yeah, because like... <laughs> I don't know. I lived a whole past life where I wasn't the greatest of humans, but I still don't, I don't know. Listen, people know my business on this podcast. I'm not sure where I stand. Um, Before I was reformed, met my wife now. Shout out to her. (laughs) Um, And and changed me of my, my heelish ways as, as a boyfriend before then though.
2: But like real scumbag heel, not like, uh, not, not very much. Not anti, no, just like, like, like we're talking like the heel that nobody wants to see on
1: TV. Oh, no, I didn't have bad heat. You didn't have bad heat. No, I had like good heel heat. Yeah, like good I, heel em- heat? I embraced being a heel boyfriend.
2: Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. I was like
1: Rick Rude, okay. a heel boyfriend.
2: Okay, like <laughs> I came out, and they were like, "Everything is pro wrestling." Yeah. by the way, <laughs> like
1: I kind of hate him, but I kind of like him. I was sure. that guy. Okay, he always been likable. All right, but people knew I was like. Would people share that opinion? Oh, of me back then, yeah, yeah. yeah. People always thought like, oh,
2: because no, so I'm, 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 I'm learning, I'm learning about this, this Pascal, uh, you know, uh, vicariously. Cole, don't listen to months. like,
1: this is year seven of the corner podcast. Correct. Don't listen to year one. Yeah, twenty three year old Cal, a whole different, <laughs> man. whole, whole different beast. <laughs> like that was, that was me and ex wife slash baby mama going through like, yeah, custody stuff. Like, yeah. oh my God, there was like. There's an episode, Cole, and it was probably arguably my greatest rant ever, where I cut the best promo on her. Oh man. <laughs> the best promo. Like MJF levels of promos oh, on my ex wife because she wouldn't I'm not gonna define
2: that Listen, as good heat or bad heat. I'm just gonna define that as heat. I'm not gonna rehash all of this. No, don't don't please, please don't feel like you have to. I, I don't wanna say, be I don't wanna
1: be opening up all no, no, things talking, but you know. But I will say yeah. the crux of it okay. was We were on the path towards divorcing. Obviously, we're separated, blah, blah, blah. The one sticking point of this divorce, not money, not anything else, because I think I was still broke back then. None of this. The one sticking point was that she did not want to change her last name back to her original last name. And she was like, we have kids. I got to pick them up from school. I don't want to have a different last name. I was like, it doesn't matter what you put down on that paper. They're going to let you have your kids. It was stupid. I cut one hell of a promo. on her. Magnificent. Like, to this day, I pat myself on the back. I love it. Completely crushed her. Like, John Cena telling Roman Reigns he stutters in the ring. Uh-huh. Like, burial for years. Yeah. She never came back as a tribal chief. Like, <laughs> this is like a, a, different, <laughs> a different universe. Where you just, you're, it's done. It's done for you. That's, it was a wrap for her. So amazing promo. Um, for those wondering how that turns out, she no longer has my last name. She got remarried, which makes it a moot point in general. She should have just dropped the last name anyway. Nonetheless, we're friendly now. Shout out to her. You digress. Yes. Even then. Yes. When in my past life, I may have been a and cheated. I do know one thing. And a lot of our male listeners will agree with this. I'm sure the women will all agree with this. Men are stupid. We can't hide shit. If you cheat, it is going to get found because we are idiots. No guy erases all proof of cheating. Why? Because on some level, we need something there to get caught. Because we just think we're so cool—the thrill of getting away with it. Yes, is what you're saying It's not sure. cool if you just like scrub everything.
2: No, every guy leaves something. Well, it's just like, it, it's like a, it's like a, any villain in any, like, like any bond villain or any just like superhero villain, right? Like they don't do things secretly. They do it. Like, I mean, they're the extreme example. They're going to do something in very out in the open yeah. because they want people to recognize that
1: they are that evil. So. And in, that's celebrities who cheat, right? Celebrities who cheat, they don't do it quietly. Like my wife had on a. Uh, Keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever the hell the new show is called. Mm. And Tristan Thompson is like right there. Yeah. Oh, and like there's yeah. like a scene where Kim's like, hey, Chloe, look at this on my phone. Yeah. And Tristan looks scared to death in the background. And like someone on social media like zoomed in on his face. It was like, fuck. Like, yeah. and then it happened to not be about him at all. So he's like, ah. oh, he takes society nice because he knows, like guys know. It's like, yo, I cheated. I kind of scrubbed everything. But there's something out there. For there to be or, nothing about aSI Rocky, I? I was really mad at you. I was like, come on. Like, he's not going to be able to keep this from everybody. You're, you're, you're saying,
2: what you're saying here is that, like, there's got to be a trail somewhere. Every time.
1: It's like a, like a Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> it's like, you get all the way through the plot. You get 23 minutes through the show. Mm. They leave that one last clue. And Velma figures it out. Damn, I would have got away with it. Wasn't for you, meddling kids. Professor Rocky. Yeah, like that's that's it. Like there's always one clue. There was no clues on him. They gotta let my guy live. Like, why why are they hating on a guy from New York huh? with a billionaire woman? I feel like we should all be rooting for Rocky. Jay-Z and Beyonce messed up. Because game. like
2: Zoink Scoob, it was ASAP Rocky all along.
1: <laughs> that's that's what, That's what people wanted. Like, and I was like, man. For everything going on, all the good combat sports this weekend, people just want to piss me off. <laughs> this was like, this getting in your damn way. That was it. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, they just want this to be real so bad. And that made me think, hmm. like, if you're ASAP Rocky, what do you even do in that position? Because now you're at home and you're just like, fuck, you got to look at Rihanna and be like, yo, no, it didn't happen. And then she's like, they're all saying that. Like, you're just in a shitty position. If you're a normal guy mm. and that happens. Like if you're famous, like you're stuck. The assistant could've got fired. Like, it's just a shitty rumor to like put out there about people. And I was like, yo, I could never be on that level of fame. Yeah. It happens to happen, but I'm letting you no know, call. This pod this pod might be short lived. because <laughs> I'm gonna do some like dumb shit. Like I'm incapable and not like cheating wise, but I'm going to do like some other dumb shit. I'm incapable of not doing dumb shit. Like I'm the giants are going to draft the two people I want. I'm going to get drunk and there's going to be a lot of photos of me out on this internet, like stupid sloppy drunk, like just falling over myself. Like it's all got be embarrassed.
2: Yeah. When you have that level of flame, uh, of fame, it, it, uh, carries the danger of it snowballing out of control because you can't stop it, right? So for Rocky, it's going to be a lot of people. It's just going to be in, boom, boom, boom. I'm, somebody else over here is going to start something. Some over here is going to start something. And it just cascades because there's just too many people and there's too big of a platform for everyone to talk on. So yeah, you're when you're at that level of fame, kinda, it's kind of messed up.
1: Yeah, it fucks you all up.
2: I mean I'm learning it to a very small scale of of I make I make just a couple very logical um <laughs> but some might say controversial statements about my uh basketball team. Um and next thing you know I'm I'm just getting I'm just seeing tweets come in being like still coming through. And like and they're just talking junk. <laughs> they're just like, "Man, I can't believe you said that." And you know what? I like I can embrace it on this level, but like if that were to grow to any kind of bigger level and it was like there's a level that it gets to when it's out of your control right now. Like I can just be like I'm a big troll. What can I say? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sports Twitter's greatest heel.
1: Um, goodbye old change, by change. But <laughs> it
2: seemed very fair. Yeah. I feel like my wrestling opinions, everyone seems to be like, yeah, this is good. Like, yeah, Cole Cole knows what he's talking about. He's making logical arguments. I like this guy. Woo. He's super over. And then, yeah, I, uh, I showed, I showed the dark side.
1: Yeah. Like you're very Sammy Gravera ish right now. Like, aw flip-flopping him between heel Ooh. and face more than big oh well I don't, I don't want that no new, new tnt champions no <laughs> well, i mean like i'm gonna have a bell but like everyone's gonna hate yeah me, yeah maybe. listen yeah. that's your basketball take right now oh
2: no i mean i feel like there's still but there's i want to say like there's still some people because it's, especially because it's part of the boston fan base there's like gonna be that group of people that are like yeah, that guy gets it, <laughs> right? Like I'm gonna like I like feel like a, a, a Sam. Sammy is kind of starting to go on an island here, where pretty much I don't know if there are a lot of a very like raucous support for Sammy and what he's doing right now. So, and that whole storyline, but that's another conversation. For
1: another <laughs> day. Yeah, like with the ASAP thing to tie a bow on it, mm. it made me think he's not cheating. Obviously, I mean from what we know now. Shout out to TMZ. But TMZ don't catch you cheating. It didn't really happen. Because they will. <laughs> that is the rule. If it's not on TMZ. Because they it will. It never really happened. <laughs> yeah. So, ASAP's not cheating. But, mm. made me think, Cole. Yeah? I feel like I'd ask you this. Uh-oh. Because you seem like a genuine stand-up guy. Oh, well, thank you, Cal. I appreciate that. Have you, and I phrase it differently than I would ask the question to myself. Have you mm. ever caught someone cheating?
2: Have I ever caught someone cheating? No. Yes. No, I have
1: not. Have you seen your stand-up guy? Well, well, you're, well You've well, been this some like really good well, relationships. Well, wait. Are you I saying
2: end end. like what in in reference to like, have I seen like others around me like in other relationships that like No I, no I've like seen?
1: a like a spouse. Oh, no, 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 no. No, good. You're very good, healthy relationships in your life. That's why you have all your hair. <laughs> Two, have you ever had to cover for someone cheating? No, I have not had to cover for someone cheating. Right? Really?
2: No. You even have a fucking stand up friends group. I mean, well, well, it's either that or they just like, I mean, if they got caught, they, they just got caught under their own, they were their own demise. They, they didn't, they didn't know to ask for help. So, you know, they didn't, I, I wasn't ever, I wasn't ever asked into service. Really? Never, no.
1: Interesting. You seem like you have a face where it's very easy to just be like. No, I was at Cole's house. <laughs> my wife would just be like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Like you <laughs> guys were playing Elden Ring and like time got away from you. <laughs> like that's, that, that's what I feel like you look like. Like, that's so believable. Yeah. They're just like, okay, yeah, like like listen, I was gonna come home yeah. and I know it's two AM. Yeah. But Cole started playing songs on his guitar. Uh-huh. And sure. we just had to film it. <laughs> so it took like two more hours. Yeah. And I got home at 4 a.m. Look at his, his IG. Yeah. And he'd be like, I filmed that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just, you're right, right. you're right. But but this is like, you're, you you got a lot of good alibis in your life.
2: I see what you're saying. You seem
1: very trustworthy. So that's why, I I, I, mean, I never had to cover. You know,
2: I, I hope so. Um, But no, I, I, I've not, I have not had to, no one has been in that kind of dire of a situation that I know of that has been willing to, Rope me into that situation, if that makes sense. So, so wow. if shit happened for them, they were out on an island. Uh, it, it it happened to them, and 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 they may have roped somebody else into it to to help them with. But maybe <laughs> not they just, you. just not me. So maybe may,
1: maybe I'm not Man, so baby tr- face your whole life.
2: Maybe maybe I'm not, a, or maybe I'm just not as trustworthy as I might seem. I don't know.
1: No, Cole, Who I knows? trust you with the secrets of this show. That's fair. I feel I feel like you're a trustworthy person. That's fair. That's fair. No, I'm good. I hope you're never in that situation. I know, I
2: know where the body's buried. It's okay.
1: Don't worry about what? Yeah, nothing. The only thing worse and harder than hiding when you cheat mm. is hiding when someone else. else cheats. It's the hardest thing to do ever because no one coordinates stories. Yeah, that takes always corroboration. Oh my God. Like yeah. there's always a slip up. Yeah. Always, always, always. You say Sunday, they say Friday. You say we went here, they say they went there. Like there's always something that fucks up the story. And it's never caught on their end. So the girlfriend hits them up Hey, where did you and Kel go? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah we yeah, were hanging yeah, out. Yeah. And then we ended up just going to Top Golf. She calls me Hey, where did you guys go? I heard you had a good time. Yeah. It was great. We just hung out at the bar all night. Really? Yeah, at the bar. Who was at the bar? Just us two. And the, he tells us like, "Oh, it's like five of us at top right. Grad. It's just all bad, right?" And then next thing you know, you're just like, Fuck. "So who?" But but then, whose fault is that? I mean, you
2: if you're if you're assisting, right? Or you are you are uh, because you are In not that scenario. You are, it's one hundred percent my fault. Okay. As the assist, Explain. as the. You've been called upon and, yes. and you are responsible as like, all right, I've been called in service. I can't drop the ball here.
1: I'll put in basketball terms. Sure. <laughs> if okay. we are on a fast break. Okay. And it's a two-on-one fast break. Gotcha. We're going down the court. Yeah. You pass me the ball. Yeah. I pass it back to you. Okay. Now there's the defender. Right. We're trying to fool him. The woman's the defender. Okay. You pass me the ball. Yeah. And we're right by the basket. My job is either to lay it up or I got to do a sneaky pass back to you to finish. I cannot telegraph said pass. Me answering any of her questions with specifics or telegraphing the pass, she's going to pick that shit off and dunk it like LeBron on the other (laughs) end. My job is to get out of there without any particulars. So if she asked me, "What did you guys do?" This is a I heard it was a great analogy. night. I heard it was a great night. Yeah, we had fun. That's my answer. Yep. Oh, you had fun? Yeah. You know, um, man, I was kind of tired, but you know, it was, it was cool. Like, I was so so glad when I got home. What time did you get home? How do I don't even know. Like, oh, whenever, whenever he said it was time to leave, like. He was like just over being I, there. Like I was, it was just. I was, to get home. I was so tired. I just passed right out. That's it. Like I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, what was the name of the place? Damn, what was it? You know that place, right? Like, man, you know, I, I gotta ask him the name. That's it. Like, I I gotta ask him the name. Do you, you know what? I, I'm gonna text him right now and ask him the name. You know, nice. I, I, forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, it. I see. But it was nice. No particulars. Yeah. That's so, my job. So, yeah, what As, your... if I give any timestamps? locations. If I drop a pin, I messed up. If I telegraph the pass, it is my turnover, not his. He entrusted me with the ball. My only job is to not get it stolen. Sure. Okay. And I can't give any particulars in that moment. So it is on me. And that's what makes the job of the friend hiding stuff so much harder. When you're hiding stuff for yourself, you're going to be an idiot. You're going to get caught. It's just the nature of the beast.
2: What you're saying is that that right there, no win situation.
1: Yeah, you, no. you just you're 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 in trouble. You can feel bad about yourself because you're you'll trip up. Like I can, if I tell a different story twice, at least it just came out of my mouth. I forgot the details. I can only blame myself. That's that's like having the the open the open lane. I go for between the legs three sixty instead of a finger roll. If I missed the dunk, you know what? That's on me. There's no one else to blame in that situation. Yeah. So it's always harder covering for someone else. And I tell my wife this all the time. I was like, yo, I'm not lying like again. Because like, lying is so unworthy. Like, I'd rather have someone be upset at me than lie. But you're going to get this truth at, at the end of the day. I don't even lie to other people. Like, no, don't ask me to lie. Don't ask me to tell a story. Just lose my number. Like, have, like, don't. If she asks you, like, damn, I don't know what Kel's doing. Or he's out of town covering a fight. You lie to her about me. And and the reason why I can't pick up right now. <laughs> because, yeah, if you don't text me first, like, and tell me that, don't call me. That's another thing. Cole, to get on the tangent. Don't just call me. Right. It's 2022. Don't text me. Hey, you busy? Hey, what's up? Hey, I need this. And then i let you know if you can dial my phone number. If you just call me out of the blue, I'm not answering. Nobody's phone number because we were texted. So I don't trust it at all. I don't want to be put in this situation. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm like, now I'm too old to lie to people. And I feel like Rocky's around my age. Like, he has no reason to lie. He's around models all the time. He's famous. I feel like if you're famous in your relationship and you cheat or you want to do something with someone else, you could kind of just be honest and just be like, I'm sorry, but I'm famous. Like, like, what did you think this was? <laughs> like, yeah, like if I was a normal person and it's kind of like wrong because, again, I started this by saying men are idiots, right? So men always cheat down because it's just, what's the point of cheating up? Like that makes zero logical sense. Um, And I said, <laughs> it sounds weird, but it doesn't no one's going to cheat up like it comes with like more high maintenance, you're giving up more money, you're getting more problems. Men cheat down cuz there's less problems. Mm. Like the the lower you go down the scale, the more mm. leeway and control of the situation you have. Like if I'm dating a politician, I'm not going to cheat with a higher politician, with the president. Yeah, like no, I'm I'm going to cheat with like the assistant of the assistant because it's down the rung. Like, there's there's more control of the situation. Like, people, and in looks-wise, too. Like, if he has Rihanna, he's not really going to cheat with, like, someone who looks like Rihanna. Right? Like, he's going to cheat probably with, like, the random girl who has buck teeth and a lisp. Okay. This is very specific, <laughs> but, but this, this happens quite often. So there, there's a reason for it being that specific. So that's just like, it, it's how it is. Like you, you cheat down. So it's like, nah, like when it, when that happens, those people talk,
2: hmm. they
1: got less to lose. So it would have been out there. So it's one of those things where it's like, he could just be honest. You're like, yo, yeah, I'm famous. And she was just there. My bad. So, what are we going to do? Like, at this point, like, it had Jay Z took, like, yo, listen, it happened. You make your album, the women get on your side. People hate me. I make my album. The women are forgive me. We both go platinum. We rolling. Like, at this point, we both famous. And what are you going to do? The rest me? is like, history. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? Leave me? Like Like, that's. That's, like, a real honest opinion of it. Like, you know, we famous. What are you going to do? Leave me? Like, at that point, ASAP just got to be like, yo, if allegedly. But, uh, or any famous person be like, yo, I cheat on you. My bad. Go ahead, cheat on me. We just get, we're one, square it up. And then we just keep making this money. Because at that point, there's no other logical explanation. So when this happens and, and people jump on, like, the bandwagon, I'm just like, no, there's no reason to lie when you're that famous. If you get caught, be like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart gets caught. He was like, oh, my bad. Stand up. And he just <laughs> does a whole nother stand up series about cheating on his wife and getting caught. It makes millions c- cashed out on Netflix. Because, like what? There's no gain in lying, especially if you're famous. And famous figure people figure this out. All the money is in the truth there. That's. Good, bad, or indifferent. All the money is in the truth. So if you get on the mic and you tell everyone the truth, you're caking. Like you're going to make money. Because that's what everyone wants to hear. That's it. You're giving the people what they want. Listen, everyone, the public apologies, like that shit is gold. You make so much money off of that. There's nothing more profitable than a reformed man. You know why? Because all women want to believe that they can do it to their man because all men are fuck ups. So they want hope that they can reform their man. So when they see one who's genuinely reformed, play with house money. It's just it's to the moon after that. this is this is the wisdom right I'm, I'm letting you know 33 years. It's taking 33 years, two marriages, a swift <laughs> divorce, um, a chick flipping out on me on Twitter, uh-huh. Because uh, that was a sticky situation, uh-huh. yeah. So that was weird. That's on a podcast in the past. <laughs> um, yeah, ex-wife tried to hit me with a car. Uh-huh. There was uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of weird situations been talked about here. But all of that to come around and give me this this level of wisdom when it comes to cheating, guys. It's just easier to be honest. And when you're at that level, you don't give a fuck. Be honest, and women too. We just saw Will Smith. Slap somebody.
2: Mm-hmm. On national television. National television. Yeah.
1: Because for like 18 months beforehand, his wife was like, fuck it, I'm famous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo, I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell everybody else the truth. I'm going to have this show. We're going to make this money. <laughs> they made the money. And she was like, well, we figured this out. What are you going to do? Leave me? And he was like, yeah, man, I guess not. And then there was one too many jokes. (laughs) There was one too many jokes and then, you know, somebody had to get slapped. Yeah. But I feel that it was honest. (laughs) Like if anything, it was honest. It was honest. Yes. There was no lies in that equation.
2: No, I think we can pretty much generate what
1: he was thinking in that moment. So I I feel like when people accuse celebrities, I mean, you know, Tristan Thompson aside, right? Because well, he's literally an idiot. Like he gets caught cheating. Like He's just a bad liar. <laughs> Yo, he's got caught cheating more than he has playoff wins. Like, it's, it's close. And he, like, he was on a team
2: that won a championship. Yeah, so that's a lot of times.
1: Right now, I see the side-by-side stat graphic uh-huh. right in my head. 23 playoff wins. <laughs> 24 times <laughs> caught cheating. Like, just real happy trophy, Tristan. And then on the other side, real shocked. Like, just like. Arm around a girl, Tristan. Yeah, just that's that's what it is. I, I feel like that's that's honesty. So him aside, yeah. Um, most other guys learn from their mistakes and, and try. And yeah. that's the goal is to that's learn it. from the mistake. That's it. And guys, and not learn, be don't be Tristan Thompson. They learn and get more honest. Yeah, I, I feel like, especially when you're at a celebrity level. But if it trickles down, it's just a good way to live. It's just a lot of people aren't honest. The less you're in like a limelight or less people check for you, the more you feel like you don't have to be honest. This got fantastically philosophical. It does. Like sometimes, you know, I impart wisdom on the show. This, this, this just went
2: from simply ASAP Rocky and, and the rumors surrounding him ruining your fight weekend
1: to, you know, just a lot of thoughts in this head. Cole, there's, there's a lot, you know, I'm trying to make sure people and platform in a studio to deliver it. That's it. I'm just, Trying to help the people who listen. Just
2: trying to, yeah. Get if the people, if people out
1: there are cheating, they just got to know, just tell the truth. No reason to cheat. At the end of the day, money. you got to be ASAP Rocky. Yeah. I mean, it helps you. Cheating money.
2: or no cheating. Money in the truth is that's maybe it. your most philosophical line I've
1: ever heard. Cole, that's it. And worse comes to worse. If you were cheating, if we you weren't cheating, she's mad, she's not mad. Women too. If he's mad, if he's not mad. And regardless, any relationship, really that we put on, up. Same sex relationships, pan, anything you are. It works. If they're mad, the last line is always, so are you going to leave me? The answer is going to be no. (laughs) And that means, all right, so we're figuring this out. That's it. You can start an argument with that. Like the argument starts, you'd be like, I don't feel like arguing, right? So are you going to leave me? No, I'm not gonna. All right. Well, so um, so it, it's like so we're not It's here. like when they we're do there. those
2: like those like joke graphs, right? Where it's like it, you start with like question, and then there's like yes, and then there's just no other squares after that, right? <laughs> and no, and then it's like square, 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 square <laughs> of all the different options. So yep.
1: like I see what you're I see what from, you're from from Rip. As long as they're not gonna leave you. All right. So we're going to figure this out. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's so the a
2: conversation is happening because this could just stop right now.
1: That's it. What you're saying honesty works cole mm. so shout out to my boy is rocky still with his billionaire girlfriend she's still knocked up uh-huh. with child. yes wish them nothing but the best there um he is not on the cheaters list so let's uh cross his name out on that board for now for now that's how i got faith in my new york people cole. i don't right. know how people operate in boston but New York people are trustworthy, or, or operate from wherever the fuck <laughs> I'm from, because it changes from
2: time to time. Boston, Texas, wherever. I have Cole. I I have the Indiana Jones map yes. of
1: of of Cole's locations. So yes, it's, it's, I, I don't trust Bostonians, so let's just keep this in a Boston-centric. Boston,
2: Colorado, Texas, yeah. Pennsylvania, wherever you want at any <laughs>
1: given point. Uh, yeah. There, listen. New York people are trustworthy folk. I believe ASAP Rocky. He don't cheat. We're good. Oh. I feel good. Not when it comes to sports, online. but, you know,
2: I did live there for, for seven years. So,
1: yeah. Oh, you did? So, see, that's why the, you're the honest people. The people, their sports and their sports opinions. Oh, we got to hit the break, but I'm still shocked no one's actually live for them. You've been in like three weddings the past three months. Like. No one's at, look, if there have been bodies, I haven't been asked to hide <laughs> them. That's all I'm going to say.
2: <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Now, granted, like that's I've been kidding. going to the, wed- I've been in the weddings, so maybe the people in the wedding, maybe they know. Oh, they know more. the dirt. Yeah, they, they might always know, they know might, the dirt. They probably know
1: the dirt. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, yeah. like I just, yeah, I just, I steer, like I just steer clear of the bodies. Oh, that's a story for another podcast. But I've seen some phenomenally fucked up weddings. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, where, my goodness. Where like I've I've attended weddings where it's just like this woman, has, uh has. I'll just say dated several of the people in this groomsman line. And uh we're all very friendly at this wedding. <laughs> like mm. uh I was just in a we- oh my god. Uh oh. Yeah, this is too like, This sounds like another podcast. Oh my god. There's just, <laughs> I've been to phenomenally bad weddings where it's like, Ooh. yo, that is amazing. Thankfully, all the ones I've been to have been very pleasant, been very nice. I need to just adopt your friend circle. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, well, I know too much about my friends.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, to 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 be fair though, like you know, like my, and my friends are from you know, like all over the place. Since I've traveled all over the place, so. it just you know, it's like you know, I just keep maintaining friends like here, 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 here. So like the thing is, is like I'm not always necessarily like in clo- like close proximity. We're not like doing things every day. So like, there's no necessarily reason to like ask upon Cole to buy the dead bodies, right? So oh, that makes sense. I'm just sitting at home, just you know, still still fucking playing Elden Ring. So, yeah. you know, like, will I ever beat the game? I don't, I don't know at this point. Are you close? Um,
1: No. That that's another good. podcast. Yeah, that doesn't that does sound no, good. No, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting.
2: Yeah, I'm it making is. progress.
1: That's, that's uh, Andreas but is back.
2: And or, then he's or, just or, yeah, or, 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 yeah, or, or there's a story I've just buried so far deep into my subconscious that, like, that, that I did do it. And, like, I just, like, I've gone, like, like Men in Black, like I've <laughs> forgotten about it. So it's very possible, um, but not enough to impart the wisdom uh, that you have provided us this evening. All
1: right, listen, we we try, we try to give the people wisdom when we come back. Mm. It's time to get some boxing wisdom. Ah, oh, there was we're going to recap Errol Spence versus Dennis Ugas, and there, and there is some
2: wisdom to impart from that. Oh
1: yes, great that, um good co-main event there as well. And then we'll preview Tyson Fury, Dillian White, which I will be in London for. I got to work on my London accent. I don't have one right now. But I'm, I figure I'll just say bruv a lot when I'm there. Like, I'm, I'm just working in. I've been listening to, like, a lot of, like, a lot of drill. and A yeah. lot of, like, a lot of grime. Like, I'm, I'm really, Ooh. I'm knee deep in the London scene right now. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I guess say stuff like y- mate and bruv.
2: Sure. Oh, okay. So know, yeah, yeah. I like, know fries are chips to to like, like street level, it. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah So I'm 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 really trying to immerse oh, myself man. in the
2: culture. You're just try, you're just trying to bait me into like going into English accent. <laughs> oh, culture. I can't because yeah. yeah, you're, you're trying. You're oh, trying, and like, believe me, it's just been sitting it's, here it's so like good. the whole time, being like, oh, "Is this my time to arrive?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 not now, not now, not now. Save it for the third segment. Oh, it's it like now. Butch." to right. I'm going to jump over the desk <laughs> <That's> bush style. <laughs> hit you like Xavier All Woods. Oh, that gift was incredible. Oh man. <laughs> WWE gift uh, gift uh week by the way, the social team.
1: Oh, top notch. Top notch work this. Week. Great great work team. You know, we nice job. Good social work around mm, here. Mm. So uh we'll go. let's hit the break. We'll talk boxing right after this. Don't go anywhere. All right, we are back, cheating aside. It's time to talk boxing. (laughs) Uh there was no cheating. No cheating. No cheating
2: occurred, just the the philosophy and or uh the conversation in and around cheating.
1: Exactly. Is my that's my political answer. (laughs) Cheating. What cheating? No, No, but um no, so we had a great fight card this past weekend. No one Mm -hmm. cheated there, to our knowledge. Mm. Um you never know. You never, never know. never know. No. But uh, to our knowledge, no one cheated on that bike. <laughs> so, before we get to the main event, Errol Spence Jr. versus your Dennis Ugas, uh, one thing I want to touch on, Isaac Cruz, Uriokis Gamboa in the co-main event. It hurts, man. I am now old enough to remember when Gamboa was supposed to be that dude. Mm. Gamboa was the guy where they thought he'd be a pay-per-view star. And he's had his big fights. He's gotten washed in almost all. Mm-hmm. I think at one point he signed the 50 cent. Mm-hmm. And like a random, like G units, promotions.
2: Well, there was a, there was like a hot second. He did try to jump in that game.
1: It was, it was very
2: ugly for him. And it but, didn't, he did not, la- I don't think he lasted more than a year. No, no, I think
1: he, yeah. I don't, Left, I don't even out. I don't even know if there were any fights under one. I remember one okay. promoted fight and then that was it. It's was mm. kinda like when Rock Nation had like right. their boxers for a second and it was just like, oh they're here. Oh, they're gone. Mm. So no, yeah. I mean Gamboa now, look at him, he's not even that old, but it's like, oh, it's retirement time. Because Isaac Cruz before this fight was known for giving Tank Davis one hell of a battle. But to me, there was no question that he lost. It was just, oh, he didn't get knocked out by Tank. Which is what he was doing to everybody else. Everyone. Everyone besides one person. Only one person could say, yo, I went this with Tank, and it was like a six round fight. So, like, this was like the real distance. It was a 12 round fight, title fight. Like, wow. Like, you lasted in there with Tank, and you looked pretty good. So he comes off of that. This would be his second pay per view card. Tank was a main event. This is a co main. I'm like, yo, they're really pushing this kid. And, comes out and we can say whatever we want about Gamboa but you know gets washed by Bud probably never the same after that little punch drunk after that but could it Devin Haney couldn't stop him you know like that's or um, I think he took Tank to the very end like there's people who have fought him Mm. where it's just like oh he's looked better than he looked now and it's one of those things where, is it father time that crept up? Is Isaac Cruz better than I thought? Because, again, I cover this sport for a living. I didn't know Isaac Cruz a year ago. Like, I could have walked by this studio right outside, knocked on the glass. Like, hey, hey, young fella. Thank you. Like, I would have never knew he was a pro boxer. Like, um, just almost title contention boxer. Mm. So you look at it, this three straight losses by the way for Gamboa. So yeah last three fights, TKO by Javante took Devonte to the 12th to get him out of there and Gamboa tore like everything in his Achilles, his ankle, all that shit ruptured, fought on one foot took tank to the 12th round. That was 2019 so not that long ago. Devin Haney 2020, late 2020, in 2021 unanimous decision over Gamboa for the WBC title that was gifted to Haney. Cool. We're going to figure that out later in the month or in a month. But 12, Isaac Cruz hit the gas immediately. Gamboa had no business being in his fight past the third round, got him out in the fifth. So, more impressive performance than Tank, more impressive performance than Devin Haney. And it's just like, this guy might be the truth. And it's, Life comes at you fast, 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 fast. If you're Gamboa, still, thirty and five. It's not a bad record. This was MMA. That's an impeccable record for MMA. You look at Nate Diaz or Jose Masvidal. Like they got like thirteen losses. Right. Like thirty and five is still a good record. I like Gamboa is now forty, and he's forty in Cuban years. So we take that for what it's worth. Like <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> Uh, he might be Theo. Theo, Theo Gamboa right now. Like he could be 53, but it says forty. So now it's just like, damn it's time to hang it up. But with Isaac Cruz, it's like, this was a good, I don't want to say star making performance because obviously Gervonta fight was a star making performance, even in loss. But this is one of those like, oh, I, I think he's going to make some noise mm-hmm. and push to get a big fight. Ryan Garcia.
2: That was the name that kept getting brought up throughout the evening. And then especially after Cruz was able
1: to win was Ryan Garcia. Ryan wants to fight. They asked Cruz immediately after. What about this Ryan Garcia fellow? Says Ryan Garcia have to wait and get in line. <sighs> People don't like money. That's that's all I can think.
2: And, and yeah, it's just like, well, what are you... If you don't like the money, then what are you afraid of? Yeah,
1: like, I'm not sure how much he's making. But you can't be making enough to justify passing on a Ryan Garcia fight, especially when you just fought a week apart mm. and you looked a lot more impressive than him mm-hmm. against a fighter, at least on record and paper, which is better than to go or whatever. Yeah, that You've Ryan already Garcia been in the
2: fought. ring with these big boys. You were already in the ring with Tank
1: Davis. Already in with Haney, like what's the, what's like the or excuse me, not in the ring yeah. with Haney, but with Tank and all that. Like, but you you go and you're just like, yeah, why not? And I'm sure Tank was a pay per view. It was a uh, late notice because Roly Romero was caught up in all his shit. They right. probably cast him out for that fight. Like he he wasn't making his normal show money. So okay, but now you're on the co main. Maybe make a little more now, but. Damn near, Dazone has pay per view now. Him versus Ryan Garcia is probably a pay per view. They do that on Dazone, absolutely, hundred percent. Like, there's no you already saw. There's no downside to a loss as long as you don't get knocked out. Even if you lose, like, make it close enough to be controversial. Yeah, and it's a win. So I, I don't know who his advisors are, or his handlers are, but it, it's just weird that you want to capitalize off this momentum, especially if you think you could beat a guy. One, especially since he he ended up in a co-main event right after
2: losing to Tank he sh, he's already seen the benefits of oh I took an L but
1: people hey, know who I am.
2: He like that ended up being an upswing in my momentum. So like why wouldn't another big time fight over that increase the profile cuz like right now unless you're one of those four names you're not you're not you're not main
1: eventing a card. No. I mean on that division you got to look at what Cambosis did and steal yeah. the blueprint. Everyone who's not those four guys at Lightweight, if, if you're not one of the four princes, you do what Cambosis did. And you say, oh, oh, they called me out? Or, oh, I'm the mandatory? No, I'm, I want that fight. Because if you believe you can win by hook or by crook, you take it. And now Cambosis has a, a stadium fight in... Oh, in, his, Marvel, in his home. Yeah, Marvel Stadium in Australia. He's the A side against Devin Haney. There is no listen, Kambos is a great fight. He won against Dio. I say it's the perfect storm. But if he whatever but if When's he doesn't
2: win? win against T, if he if, he, if he, let alone if he doesn't take the fight with Dio, then none of that's possible. Yeah. Let alone just being on that card and, and putting up a good fight. Even if and again like that,
1: you scored the you scored that fight. At the worst, a draw. Yeah, escorted a draw. If I went with the judges, they give
2: uh so he, he managed 10, a close decision. Even down. if it was a close decision and he didn't get the decision, you got a big rematch. Like, like that's still money now. Like he really cashed out and hit the jackpot because yep. he won. So like you gotta like feel like there's there's levels to this where it's just like the the denying yourself the opportunity and the just going for it, there's such a nice middle ground there that like you should not feel scared to take
1: that chance. If that makes sense. One thing that I've learned in boxing, unless you're like the lead of lead, like Floyd, um, and even Floyd didn't do this. You don't want to fight someone when they're 28 through 32. I've learned this for a long time in boxing. If you're the A-side, you don't fight 28-year-olds through 32. year you, olds. You don't. You hopefully hit your peak around that same time and Floyd, even when he was out of his peak, fought Canelo. Canelo's 23. He doesn't want to fight 28-year-old Canelo. Canelo's 31 now. You don't want to fight this guy. He doesn't want to fight 31-year-old Canelo. Like, there's there's times to when you want to fight. Floyd fought De La Hoya. He was older than that range. Um, and definitely had a lot more mileage on his body as well. Um, mostly older. Back Zab Back Pacquiao. Yeah. Might have been in that range. Um, Pacquiao, older. you know, like you're not really fighting too many people in that prime window. You catch him before or we catching you after. So Isaac Cruz saying he got to wait in line. That's great. If you guys are relatively close in skill, take them now. Cause the last thing you want him to do is become more comfortable with Joe Goose and his new trainer, mm-hmm. become bigger, become stronger, hit the weights, Take stuff more seriously. Not be coming off of a hand injury and a mental health break and everything. Like, if there's a time to catch him, it's probably now. He hasn't been active a lot. Like, you don't want this guy to fight three times, four times a year, fight him next year, and he starches you. Because he has real talent. You want to catch talent when it's on, like, a downswing. Or, um, they really haven't put it together yet. They haven't hit their physical peak yet. And beat them. And then just absorb some of that star power. So I think he messed up by not really leaning in to accepting the callouts and everything by Ryan Garcia. The main event, the first time ever, he didn't have that problem. No more beating around the bush.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No more, we'll see what happens. None of that. No politics. No, no, we're on different sides of the street. There's, there is no street anymore. Like y'all, y'all not only on the same side, you're in the same playground. You you telling the same yo mama jokes. There 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 might be a street, it just
2: might have Errol Spence's name on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well we shall see.
0: Hmm.
1: There's nothing stopping this. Nope. Errol Spence goes in and we'll get back to that. Uh Errol Spence goes into this fight against Ugas. Yes. And looks I don't want to say shaky. Him and Ugas looked even early on in this fight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Competitive. Ugas took probably three, two. I give him three of the first five rounds.
2: I think I did as well. Yeah. yeah,
1: like first round, second round, fifth. Clipped Earl in the sixth. Yeah. So that might be four of the first six rounds. Earl lost the mouthpiece clumsily went and tried to pick up the
2: mouthpiece he said he said after the fight that he that he heard the ref say like stop and and on the replay there definitely looks like there's a genuine motion from that referee and by the way that ref was uh was definitely milking in the uh the uh the, yeah. the jerry's world attention yeah he, he wanted to step in every time and be like don't hit below the belt like guys they're hitting the belt line they're, they're like, like dude let them fight but he definitely made, like, a motion to kind of go in between Ugas and Spence. So I can, I kind of buy his explanation a little bit. But he also was right in, like, protect yourself at all. all the it's like, keep your mouthpiece in. It was not in. And he didn't really get, like, hurt by that shot that took the mouthpiece out. It really no. just seemed like the mouthpiece was just kind of, like, a little virgining. And he just got,
1: yeah. he got clipped. I guess he said he didn't mold the mouthpiece at all. So it was, like, problematic in general. If he wasn't, like, fully biting down on mouthpiece, it was like, damn, they're going to fall out of his mouth anyway. But he got hit with, like, two or three shots trying to pick up the mouthpiece. Well, he got rocked. And that's what kind of, you know, did him in a little bit. <laughs> like, there's no, no buffer zone there to absorb the impact. Um, but again, Ugas kind of steps back, allows him to recover, make it out of the round. And that was all she wrote. Because in the seventh, Errol Spence comes back. It's like, all right, we're going to fight in the pocket. Like, you want to swing, we're going to swing. And hits him with an uppercut on the inside that buzzes Ugas. And that's the beginning of the end. The uppercut ends up breaking, that we now know. Shout out to Mike Hottman, Um, fracturing the orbital bone of Ugas. The last time um, this happened, Errol Spence commemorated it on a chain. Uh, if you guys don't know, check out Errol Spence' man down chain when he broke. Uh, Man, I almost said Amir Khan. Not Amir Khan. Uh, Kel, Brook. Kel Brook. broke Brook. Mer- uh, Brook's orbital bone. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, turned it into a diamond man down chain. So, that, he's making a habit. of Breaking people's eye sockets. This time, Ugas, that punch breaks it. Goes another, goes into the eighth round. And you're like, oh, it's kind of swelling on him. Oh, yeah. Not looking great. Nope. By the time you got to the ninth round, Man was a cyclops. Yep,
2: he could not. That uh,
1: there was no vision, zero. Like, looked like old boy from Goonies. It was. It was all bad. He he had one eye. Only thing that was missing. Hey, you, yeah, you guys. guys, that was that was the only thing missing. Uh, is that guy's name Chunk? Yes, yes. There you go. Nonetheless, um, or Ogre? No, wait. Is it the kid? I can't. Chunk might have been the
2: kid. Oh, I can't remember. Got I'm gonna look this up. I okay. have the
1: internet. <laughs> All right, um, gonna we Yeah,
2: yeah, we're gonna make sure we don't get totally crushed. Right. Yeah.
1: I was, I was a Sandlot kid anyway. Take that, hot take. Sandlot greater than Goonies, but so his face, eye into tonights nice, I'm like, oh, it's not looking good. Tenth round, Errol Spence is taking advantage of a one-eyed man. In the seventh and eighth, he pours on like a hundred connected punches out of his 240 completely pulls away from the fight, and the ref stop it because there's no need for Ugas to continue to take damage. There wasn't a way for him to win that fight anymore. So the fight's over because it was only going to get worse on his end. So when looking at that, seeing how that fight played out, great, again, great heart shown by Spence. We saw him face adversity and come through it. And the one thing he couldn't do, he didn't do. It wasn't a boring fight. People felt like they got their money's worth. Perfect scenario for him. Stoppage for him. And what's the name of the guy off the Goonies? Sloth. 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 Chunk was the kid. Okay, Chunk was the kid. Sloth from Goonies. Sorry about that. I knew that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. that. All right, listeners. uh, It just means I have to go watch uh, the
2: Goonies again because I haven't seen it in a while. I knew it was Sloth.
1: I don't know how I forgot that. But yeah,
2: um, yeah, Ugas was eventually at some point, especially past the sixth round, it started becoming... Ugas would counter with one punch and Errol would return with about five or six just ruthless punches. And it was just, it was one person teeing off and the other guy like trying to pick out the moment and try to hit that one shot that might rock him. And he just, he never really seemed to be able to catch his footing.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and just the, 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 the rhythm was too much. And to me, Spence doesn't have one punch knockout power, but the precision. An accumulation, yes, gets you. Then get now. We get the post-fight interview. Who do you want next? So I've been saying it all week. I got three. There's only one more to go. Strap season. Bud Crawford. Let's do this. A couple of extra babes in there. Indeed. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bud is like, let's get it. Yeah. It seems like for both of them, there's no other option. Mm-hmm. This fight has to be next. I would argue the biggest matchup they can make in boxing today is this fight. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, and whatever else has been, what's the next biggest, biggest fight? I mean, mean, unless like Fury, Fury, Joshua 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 would be made, but obviously the Usyk situation and everything that's happening. But if Joshua,
1: like for some reason, beats Usyk in July. Oh, well then, then that becomes the biggest fight. For sure. I'll take Bud. You think I'll take Bud Spence over? You well, know, and, and maybe, AJ's lost. True, but and Usyk isn't like what's Fury Usyk? It's like all right, right. But that's what I mean.
2: You have Fury AJ, probably in England. I mean, maybe Saudi money runs. Oh, that. that's a good point. Yeah. But the fact, the fact that like those like they have such devoted fan bases and even Joshua with, with the losses yeah. as they've accumulated has such a huge following. The guy was in a FIFA game for God's sakes. I don't know why he was there, but he was in. he was a cut scene. Anthony Joshua just shows up. He's just like, what's up? And you're like, <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks. Cause England, I don't know. Jolly good. Um, <laughs> so sorry. Third segment. Um, yeah. So that I would, I would argue is probably a bigger fight just, there's an international appeal, especially because Fury, I think, plays to the United States crowd. I That's think, fair. I think they like, yes, it's to English fighters, but he's kind of kind of adopted Vegas as his home. He's a gypsy as, as his home. Yeah, exactly. And like, everywhere is his home. He, you know, literally, he beat he he beat Wilder, and he's singing to the crowd in Vegas, and and so he brings he brings an international flavor to that fight that I don't think it would necessarily have if if they were just Localized in England. Definitely in, top in England, then. it's a mega fight. No yeah. matter what. Yeah. But now with Fury's appeal, with his series with Wilder, especially the third fight being an absolute heavyweight classic, you put those two in a ring. God forbid if Joshua is coming in with belts as well. I think that's a bigger fight. That said, this would. I don't think there's any other that could really compare, come close to. That. And not something I think with I'd, Canelo. But- Can- Canelo Triple G does not. Not anymore. No, no. I mean, when it when we get to it, we will go like, oh wow, cool names. This is great. Yeah. But like, they kind of had their moment already. We've seen it. We've seen it. Yeah. And it's not like this. This trilogy is is deciding something. This is well. Triple G's got nowhere else to go. Yep. I mean, you know, he's got to try to get a win in this series. It's not like they're going in one one. So,
1: no, I agree. Um. Yeah, that'd be tough, but. I just want the fight to happen. Oh, me too. And if it happens, people are like, man, Spence is so strong. He's so much bigger than Bud. I'm like, oh, you guys have never seen Bud Crawford. Like, Terence Crawford is strong. Strongest welterweight to me in the world. Like, he has freaky, like, small man strength. Like, from all the wrestling or whatever he did, like, growing up. Like, when they say that boy got country strength, that's Terrence Crawford. That boy got country strength. Mm. Like, he, he can toss a cattle if he needs to. Like, he is... Crazy strong. So I, I think he has the strength advantage in that. Um, definitely has the killer instinct advantage. I think Spence is a smoother fighter, more technically sound. There's just so much to like about that matchup. And just hearing them call out each other was like breath of fresh air. Now Let's get it done. The Everyone se- else is getting these type of matchups done. All I know is the second that fight, you know, it gets
2: finalized. It gets announced. We just got a roll one Sean Porter in here. He's oh. been he's 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 seen both. He has had it head first with it, right? So like, there's just like, there's so many commonalities between who all these guys have fought, and especially because of the unification of the belts. Yep, that that adds to the intrigue of of the fight. It's just like there's so many commonalities. It's it's not like one person's been dominating over here, or one person's been dominating over here. Okay, let's see what happens. No, they've been fighting all the same people. Yep, and they're all at the top, and they're all you know, this is what we're hoping happens with the princes. Yep. And, and like that starts that we, we, the oh, straw sure. starts to stir the drink a little bit. Right. So like, that's when it starts getting exciting because then it becomes like, it was like March madness. And then it's like, Oh, this person eliminated this person, this person. And now we go to the next round. Right. Yeah. And like who comes out on top. That's what everyone wants to see is who's the
1: best of the best. No, hundred percent. So I can't wait to see that matchup. Um, that's going to be exciting. Let's hit our break. When we come back, we have to talk Tyson Fury, Dillian White alluded to Tyson Fury. We'll talk about that matchup, give our predictions, and producer Kobe Bay will speak in an English accent. God save the Queen. There you go. This man is talented. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. All right, we are back. Finish this up. I'm not going to make producer Bebe stick in his English accent the entire time. Hello, governor. I mean, that's pretty good though. Right? I mean, I don't know what century that is. I don't know if
2: it's good either. I don't know.
1: It's not like really like updated language, like London slang.
2: No, I mean, really mine just comes from like 60s and 70s. It's all (laughs) that Beatles. It's all the Monty Python. So I might start talking like this quite a lot. (laughs) Sausage (laughs) eggs and spam. I love, do they need spam over there? No, but that's a famous Monty Python skit. Oh. I'll send it
0: to you later. <laughs> yeah.
2: They just say spam, 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 spam. And she just keeps saying that everything has spam in it. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. Deep it's cut. Okay. Oh, it, no. I, no I mean, it's, 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 saying? oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Monty Python. Let me tell you. You want the, 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 the like anthology of Monty Python. I am also just as knowledgeable in that. So
1: you would think you grew up in London. Your favorite band is the Beatles. I uh-huh. love Monty Python. Yeah. I just think the English are cool. What can I say? You grew up on PBS, didn't you? Like no,
0: (laughs) (laughs) just public access television. No, no,
2: no. no, I did eventually like come to my senses, and then I, you know, the Cartoon (laughs) Networks came in, and okay, okay. so you know, right. And then somehow I started working in hockey and became Canadian. So I'm, I really am not only well traveled in my physical journey, but apparently in my mental. journey. I'm. I'm. I am both. Part English and part Canadian. You did a good French Canadian accent the other day. Uh, I I now now I'm scared because if I do say that and it's on record, I may offend someone. But I don't. Know.
1: <laughs> it was it was very. Good.
2: At least I can say uh, Montreal Canadiens. Like they're always the Canadiens. Like you always have to say it like that. So I feel like I don't offend anybody by saying that because <laughs> they're going to say the the Canadiens. So yeah, but I won't go into my like Patrick wall impression. <laughs> or or unless I say my two Stanley Cup rings plugging my ears and do that. Like, that's about that's all you're going to get. That's all you're going to get. Anyways, <laughs> that's the accent tower. I apologize. Yes. We're talking about a fight. Yes. That's happening in England. Tyson and that's Fury. why you're going there.
1: Tyson Fury, Dillion White. I'll be across the pond, as they say. Eleven and a half hour flights. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know on the way there, it might be hard for me to sleep. So I'm going to do my two round NFL mock draft. Um, Yeah. Trades and all. Ooh, I do a mock draft every year, Ooh, my friends. Mock draft every single year since I was 17. So this is year 16. Me and a couple of friends do it, and usually we have a drinking game that we play during the NFL draft, and we are swasty drunk, like blackout drunk by pick 24.
2: Well, you're gonna if you ever need help with uh with Penn State players, I am usually the go-to source for
1: that. Yes. Well, one day you have to join in on the drinking game. Oh boy. Um, This year it's in Vegas, but (laughs) oh God! (laughs) Next year, Cole, I'm too
2: busy being here. I don't think they're gonna want me doing that. (laughs) Right, it's Thursday night. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I'm gonna be here during the draft. Yeah, who's on during the draft? Well, there's gonna be people in the studio, so come by the Blue Wire Studios uh, if you're town. uh, Mm -hmm. Wednesday,
1: Friday, Saturday, Uh, we're like here like all day. Wow, (gasps) yeah, good. I was very concerned with getting bumped that Wednesday. That was a running joke before I left the other day. I was like, no. Cole's going to bump us for our slot no, on Wednesday. I think, I think you guys 35. are still good. Quite
2: possibly. we got to look at the calendar. It's That's ever that. updating. It's a scary situation. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, draft's staring me in the face, but we've done March
1: Madness. Yes. We'll um, Tyson Fury. Yes. Dillian White. Mm-hmm. 94,000 in Wembley. Shh. Tickets sold already. Not hoping. 94,000. Within minutes. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Being in an atmosphere like that. One, I've never been in, like, a proper football stadium, as they say. I've never been, like, in a soccer stadium anywhere, like, with that many people. Um, It's going to be madness. I don't know even what to expect from the event. I know I touched down in London. I don't know what to do. Yo, hit me up on Twitter if you guys have been to London or got family out there or something. Like, and you know what to do. I'm out there for like three days. My first two days are kind of like open. And then I hit weigh-ins and everything else. So where what should I see? Where should I eat? I hear English food is not great. I hear like very low usage of salt and pepper. So I got to figure out where to eat. But outside of that, I am uh, interested in like partaking in a pub. I want to see this Harry Potter museum. I don't even know where that's at. But the Potter, the Potter fan in me has to go check that out. Um, yeah, so the atmosphere itself, I'm, I'm confident that it's going to be great. The fight card, mm-hmm. I think it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. So we get to the pay-per-view portion of the card. Tommy Fury. Mm-hmm. Opening it up against, from all accounts, seems to be a decent fighter. And uh, I don't have my pronunciation guide yet. Stats and info, get on your jobs. But it's Daniel Bosiansky. Bosiansky? Bosiansky? Bosiansky. I don't know. Or it could be Bosiansky. Bosiansky. Daniel (laughs) Bosiansky. So, (laughs) he's fighting Uh Tommy Fury. Yeah. And decent fighter. He's a real boxer. Something they uh, accuse... Someone else claim another potential opponent at some future time. Yes. So Tommy Fury has to look more impressive than he was his past two outings. What he has to do. If he can land a knockout even better, I don't think he will. It's a six round fight. I expect it to go to the cards. I don't think there's any way this man loses a, a decision. No way. There's no chance. That's what
2: you got. He can't. I mean, he can't. After all the stuff he's been talking about, with because uh, he's been the one now chirping. At Jake Paul being like, "No, he needs me." Yeah. Which everyone is still like,
1: "Sure, sure about that?" I mean, they need each other, right?
2: Well, I feel like, like that Batman and Joker. I do feel point. like the narrative has shifted a little bit since Jake Paul knocked out Tyrone Woodley. Hmm. I feel like yes, there is still like. Fight a boxer, that's that's still going to be like the narrative. But like him now, like beating a legitimate fighter twice, and then one, and then the, obviously the second time being in very impressive fashion yep. in one of the knockouts of the year, not of a year
1: according to ESPN Ringside. Um,
2: that that I don't know if that necessarily gave him credibility, but it at least allowed people to go like, okay, this is this is a thing. I think even going into that, there was still trepidation of like. Is this really a thing? How long can this be a thing? And now Jake Paul's here to stay. So, in in that sense, like, yeah, Tommy Tommy has more to lose here because yeah. if he does go to if it's a boring fight or it's even it's it's a decision, he's gonna get shit. Yeah. And suddenly, suddenly, then that almost that that almost hurts the case for. I thought they would give him a tougher fighter.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, the opposite. I thought they would give him an easier yes. fighter. Yes, 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 yes. But, so, I don't know, Daniel might just be tough by record, maybe. by reputation, right? Like, we don't know much about him. It might be someone where physically, Tommy should beat him. But when you're opening the pay-per-view card, uh, as they say, it's time to shit or get off the pot. Mm-hmm. Like, you need a knockout. You get a knockout, you probably get that Jake Paul page. 100%. Yes. It's yes. Pretty sure August main event, Showtime pay-per-view, you versus Jake Paul is getting. Yeah. So, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Go out and deliver. Because in the main event, that's what your brother does every time. And in this one... Or half brother. Half, whatever. Half, whatever. Yeah. whatever. Close are. enough. Uh, <laughs> Tyson Fury, Dillian White, main event. Uh-huh. This is... Odd because going into this fight, heavyweight fights every time gives me butterflies. Anyway, right? Just like watching them from ringside and everything, like it's hard for your stomach not to turn a little bit. There's so much on the line. Looking at this though, like if you look through Dillian White's resume, all right, knocked out Alexander Povetkin after Povetkin just had COVID and had a crazy camp and it was it was horrible. And the man's 42 years old. Knocked out Povetkin in his last fight. Before then, upset by Povetkin, caught the uppercut from hell. Right. To lose the interim fight, the only reason he hasn't gotten a shot since. So, before then, Marius Wash, unanimous decision, 10 rounds. Oscar Rivas, unanimous decision, 12 rounds. Rematch with Derek Chisora, knocked him out in the 11th round. Joseph Parker, who's training with uh, Tyson Fury, I believe, right now. B. Joseph Parker, unanimous decision, 12 rounds. So you go Robert Hellenius, who we've seen, decent big man, but nothing nothing crazy. Unanimous decision, 12 rounds. If you can't spark Tyson Fury, if you can't knock him out cold, you're in for a long night. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure Dillian White, as he's not a horrible heavyweight. I I just don't see him having enough power to knock out Tyson Fury. If you can't knock him smooth out, not Deontay Wilder. We saw, yeah, half out, half here. Let the man pull the Undertaker. No, you got to knock him smooth out. If you can't do that, you're, you're in for a tough run. So I don't see how he wins. And Tyson Fury-wise, Anthony Joshua got him out of here in seven. If Fury wants to be aggressive and be smart about it, like he was against Deontay Wilder, I think Tyson Fury can knock him out in six. So that's going to be my prediction. Fury, knock out six
2: rounds. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the simple question is, is like does, does White have anywhere near the power that he can generate that Deontay Wilder has? Because Wilder did, did knock Fury down. And then yep. Fury Undertaker up, so it's like if he can get up from that, what punch can't he take? So yeah, and then if if the comp is 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 Joshua in, I mean that was a long time ago, yeah. Like Joshua beat the brakes right. off him. and like Fury is just like in 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 his in in his proverbial
1: prime right now. The loss to Pavekin is what gives me trepidation, yeah, because that was like. A year ago. March 2021. Yeah. I mean, we're in April 2022. Oh, no, excuse me. The loss was August 2020. So, two years ago.
2: I guess it depends on, like, what approach Fury wants to take into this fight, right? Yeah, it could be
1: defensive. Because, like,
2: where it seemed to change for him and Wilder is that he started taking it to Wilder. It wasn't a, I need to be on the lookout for this power and kind of counter off of it. And when he made the shift to, I'm just going to go after this guy. I'm just going to bully this guy. I'm going to bully the bully. So, like, is that still the Fury that we see? Or is this Fury going to be the one who's dipped, you know, in and out? Can you dodge, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, right? Like, yep. it's going to be that Fury where he's just, it, we just get the highlights of the head weave. Really depends. Like, it, it doesn't,
1: the question is not, does he win? It's how does he win?
2: I think yeah. it seems to be the consensus.
1: I, I think... The Fury we saw against Wilder is just a new Fury. Mm. I think changing camps, changing trainers, Sugar Hill is going to ask him to put his foot on the gas pedal, go out there and get people out of there. Um, I think it's a skill Tyson Fury may have had all his career, but never really leaned in, unlocked, and used it. But when you're 6'9", and you're fighting people 6'4", I mean, if you're 5'9", and you're fighting a guy who's 5'4", it makes a pretty big difference. So you can feel comfortable and like, yeah, no, I'm going after him. And let's see if he can take my punches, not me worrying about if he if he's going to hit me. So we've seen it. Otto Feline took it to him. Short, got cut. A little dicey at times. Brought it to him. Shorts brought it to him. Ever since he really came back against Wilder outside that first fight, he went and brought it to people. I think we see that same thing. I think we see an aggressive Tyson Fury puts on a good show for the fans. Um, I think, yeah, Dillian White, again, both his losses by TKO and he got knocked smooth out. The cut by Pavetkin, still one of the greatest yeah. knockouts of the past couple of years. So I think Tyson Fury, I, I think he just catches him, wears him down more than anything. And that's what like Dillian White's cool, but like the gas tank's not incredible.
2: Yeah, I almost almost want to say that maybe this this uh, this ends by TKO. Like this, maybe White doesn't even hit the ground here. It's just yeah. gonna be a case of accumulation. Is yeah. gonna is this gonna pile up? And the rest is gonna be like, all right, what would you like to do something here? Oh, okay, <laughs> no.
1: All right, let's so all go over the pub. And then I don't, I don't think we see Fury retire no matter what he says. He sits and waits. No,
2: there's too much of a there's there's too much money, and he's
1: one fight away. Like if we're being one fight away from arguably being undisputed champion of the world. It's
2: almost, do you think it generates, here's a wild. here's, here's a, a theory. potentially. Do you think it generates like more money, more interest if he's playing the retirement card? Oh, hands down. For the idea of basically forcing an Usyk or a Joshua to call him out. After they win. Yeah, Because he doesn't have to, he doesn't call out that fight because that fight hasn't happened yet.
1: Yeah. That's, so he, uh, he's really just sitting there waiting. So, that's but, the Mayweather philosophy, right? Mayweather 101. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's Mayweather retired like four times. Connor took that same strategy. Like, Connor's yeah. retired, come back, retire, come back. Like, fun, fun, funny how that went from Floyd to, to
2: Connor. Yeah, like,
1: enticing. It seemed like he
2: learned a little something, something yeah. when they were fighting. I mean, before
1: him, Sugar Ray Leonard was the king of that shit. Mm. Like, oh, I don't want to fight this person, I retire. And then he comes back and he fights like so it's like mind games over anything. Yeah. It's like you chase me, you expend energy. That's what people understand. Like all of this is energy. So it's like their jobs are to get in your mind and sap your energy. So now you're gonna chase me. Mm. You're gonna get emotionally invested. Now I'm I've been chasing you. Now I'm a reverse psychology this. Mm. Say I'm retired and you're gonna be calling me out. now you're chasing me. Now I got you. Right. Because before you acted all nonchalant. Nah, no, now I got you. Right. And you know I got that belt. So, yeah. now I, I think that's the logical next step for Fury. Wait. Wait until July. See what they're doing. End of next year, November, whatever it is. You might see a heavyweight undisputed champion. I think so. Saudi Arabia. I think 150 mil was on the table. Not many people leaving 150 mil.
2: No. No, you come out of you come out of retirement for that. Yeah. Well now and and now, like, does he become a big Anthony Joshua supporter in that fight? As he definitely should be. He absolutely should be. That's
1: that's but, the money. Honestly, and that's no that's no discredit to Usyk. Usyk's still not the biggest of guys. He is a lot bigger than Usyk, right? And technically, more technically sound than Joshua. So Joshua actually, if he would have kept going to the body. That first fight was closer than it looked. He just abandoned the game plan and got like really weird. Fury's a better technician. Fury thinks he could beat Usyk as well, sure, out of sheer size. But it becomes about like what's going to get you the bigger payday, right? Usyk just—I think Saudi Arabia said same money. Really? Yeah, they were just, the, talking step aside. just talking. They
2: were just talking. They else. were
1: talking. Step aside, Dillian White outpriced himself. Joshua outpriced himself. Fury, like he did with right. Wilder, um, just whipped their ass, and then we don't need step aside. But the 150 is still the 150. Deal's there for Fury versus anyone. The only one that can fumble a bag is Fury. So he has Fair to enough. win. Yeah, because no matter what, yeah, Joshua, either opponent, uh, that money's there from the Saudi government, ready to go. It's it's like crown jewel, baby. Like, <laughs> Vince McMahon, that check's been written. written yeah, Vince McMahon wakes up, 75 mil in a bank account. <laughs> Boom. Like, he, he knows what's good. Direct there. deposit. That's it. The, the check is there for Fury. As long as he wins now, doesn't matter who there is. Mm. They want the heavyweight title, undisputed unification fight. They don't care who it is versus Fury. Get that money. Fair enough. So that's where we're at. We appreciate you guys listening. It's always fun to talk boxing. It's actually oddly fun to talk cheating and everything to start the show. We appreciate all of you. Make sure you follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter at Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube the Corner Podcast. You can see all of these videos, my pretty face. I guess go on the pretty face. of producer called Bebe. Well, you see more of his face. How about that? Uh-huh. I mean, you should see more of his face today <laughs> than the last time.
2: Uh-huh. So
1: make sure you check us out there. Again, thank you to everyone, at Blue Wire Studios here at the Wind Resort, Las Vegas. Everyone, shout out to everybody. At booth, Nestor, just Nestor. I guess. Thank you, Nestor, holding it down. One man band. One man. Um, as Cole is on the desk. Cole, Cole likes the desk. He's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to have Cole out I've here. Just, I've just, I've just, I've just
2: been everywhere. I've been <laughs> out here, been in there. I've been out there. Uh, you know, I'm just been everywhere. So yeah, man, I'm hitting
1: the mic. So, you know, sorry. Spent your entire Easter holiday here in the studio. I so did. we appreciate you. Thank you everyone for listening. Stay safe. Stay runner free. That shit's out there somewhere. Um, let's enjoy the next couple of weeks in combat sports, specifically boxing. We have Fury. We have Shakur. we have, Nello, we have the recently announced Mayweather fight on May 14th, then we get a break, then it's Javante, Then it's a bunch of other shit, so you got, like, one weekend yeah. in the next eight weeks where it's not a super fight with big names, so... uh and you enjoy jolly old England. Oh, I will, I will, uh, I don't eat fish, because, like, I'm allergic to shellfish, so I don't mess with seafood, You food. will but, eat uh, the chips. I will eat the chips, with a little vinegar, right? That's how they do it, like, yeah. chips and vinegar, yeah, yeah. yeah Maybe they can fry chicken. I'm maybe, not sure. Yeah, maybe
2: just like, just like study a bunch of tape William Regal before you go over there. Just really yes. get that like posh. I'm a man's man. He's a man. <laughs> and then just like anyone asks you anything, just go... War games. <laughs> and just that's and you should that's be good. Yeah, yeah, war games. What? What are you talking? I'm just asking if you want fish. And chip.
1: War games. games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I, I, I love it. Another. This is this is Cole's advice. We appreciate you all. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> so, until next time, we are out, baby.